Hello, hello. This is Stories for Kids with Morale Podcast. Stories for Kids with Morale Podcast. Welcome. And yes, I have a story for you. I have a story. Before I start, I've got my story bell. And again, and again. <laughs> Three rings from the story bell. And my birdie comes along to say hello, hello, birdie. How are you feeling, birdie? I hope that means feeling good. <laughs> and I'm fine. This story, this story is about Fifine and her cat. Let's begin the story. Fifine was walking quietly up and down the garden path. Her big cat, Mimi, was in her arms. From time to time, she talked to Mimi. She was asking her questions or telling her the thoughts passing through her mind. And when Mimi purred, Fifine was quite satisfied that the cat was agreeing with her. When she did not purr and gave no signs of attending, Fifine would give the cat a little shake or even a pinch, which naturally made Mimi squeak and was supposed to mean she was not this time of the same opinion as Fifine. This had happened more than usual this morning. For Fifine was in a, a rather irritable humour. She was not feeling pleased with herself and nothing makes little girls and big people too more uncomfortable than this. Suddenly, from a little distance, came a well-known voice. Fifine, my child, it is said you have not come to the little gate to wish me good morning. And looking up, Fifine saw a tall figure, all dressed in black, standing some way down the path. It was her kind friend and neighbour, the old curé or village clergyman, whose house was at the other side of the high garden wall. In general, Fifine was delighted to see him. But this morning, she walked towards him slowly, making a sort of pretense that Mimi was too heavy for her. Where is Madeline? said the clergyman, his voice sounding grave. Madeline was Fifine's sister and two years older. She is not ill. Why is she not with you? She, uh, she's in the house, replied Fifine. She had glanced up for a moment in his face, but the serious look in his eyes 
generally so kind and gentle, made her quickly turn hers down again. You will not tell me why she's not playing with you as usual, I see, he went on very gravely. Shall I tell you? It is because her little sister got into a passion with her, really for no reason at all. Would one believe it? This little sister slapped and knocked Madeline and called her many naughty names. No wonder Madeline stays in the house. Fifine forgot her shame in astonishment. She stared up in the old gentleman's face, both her eyes and her mouth wide open. How do you know? she exclaimed. We were in the house, in our own room. No one was there. And I know, sir, Madeline has not seen you this morning, besides. And here, Fifine looked down again. Madeline would not tell. No. You are right, Madeline would not tell, and did not tell. A little bird told me, my poor Fifine, and it was sad news for him to carry this lovely morning. And shaking his head, the curé turned and walked slowly away. A little bird indeed repeated five years old Fifine to herself contemptuously. That is what they tell babies. I know better. A little bird only means somebody told. Besides, there are no nests on that side of the house. Who could it be? Mimi, tell me. Don't be stupid now. Who do you think it was? And, as Mimi made no reply, Fifine shook the cat, which drew forth a plaintive squeak and a struggle to get out of her mistress's arms. This made Fifine still more angry. She flung Mimi down, the poor cat, for a worm will turn, glowed up at her, with a rather ugly look in her green eyes, and slunk off. I have it, exclaimed Fifine. You nasty, mean, spiteful cat. It was you who told. I remember you were on the windowsill. And then I didn't see you any more till I found you out here in the garden coming back from your visit next door, no doubt. Ah, oh, you may pretend it wasn't you. You can't speak, but you can tell things all the same. And 
Monsieur the Curé is clever enough to understand. Why? He has often told me he can understand what his old dog Platon says by the way he wags his tail. You too were the only person who saw me hit Madeleine. Mean cat. But I shall punish you. And off dash the indignant Fifine in pursuit of Mimi. The summer day passed quickly. Sweet-tempered Madeleine soon forgot the offence. She was only too ready to forgive. And in merry play with some little friends, the troubles of the morning were quickly out of mind. Tired with fun and excitement, Fifine fell asleep the moment her head touched the pillar. She had slept several hours. When she suddenly woke, it was quite dark, the very middle of the summer night. At first, not a sound broke the silence. Then, faintly, but distinctively, came through the half-open window a low, piteous wail, again and again. Fifine sat up to listen. There was no sound from the larger room next door, where Madeline slept beside the nurse. No one was awake but Fifine, and again... And again came that pitiful mew. Yes, it was mew. And up jumped Fifine at last. The curé had sat up late that evening reading, his window open to the pleasant night air. He closed his book at last and was turning to put out the lamp when a little sound made him look round. There, at the low window, stood a little white-robed, bare-footed figure sobbing bitterly. Oh, sir! Oh, sir! Come and let Mimi out. I shut her into the tool house because I thought she had told you about my hitting Madeline. And I can't get her out. And she will die of hunger. My poor Mimi. Since yesterday morning, she has had nothing to eat. And nobody's awake but you. I've come all alone in the dark. I forgot all about her. And the sobs redoubled. In five minutes, the kind curé had managed to open the door which the gardener had locked. And Mimi 
was safe in Fifine's arms. Hmm. And suppose it was not Mimi who told me, said the good old man as he carried the little girl home again. I was naughty, but I didn't mean to leave Mimi all day. I mean, you said it was a little bird, sir, but I know that is only baby talk. Yes, my child, and I'm sorry I did not tell you who it really was. It was your dear mamma, my Fifine, who overheard your fit of temper and asked me to speak to you seriously. Will this be a lesson to you? See what angry temper leads to, hurting your sister and nearly killing your poor cat. Forgive me. I will try to be better. Indeed, I I will, sobbed Fifine. And ask God to help you, my dear little girl, said the kind curé, as he bade her. Good night. Oh, dear Fifine, she has hmm, a temper. Oh, but I'm sure that she, she's very sorry. And Mimi, her cat, is fine. So do join me, do join Study Code Podcast, <laughs> Study Code Podcast, <laughs> and that one as well. But do join Stories for Kids, Stories for Kids with me, Morel. Join Stories for Kids podcast. Join me for a next story, a next story, another story coming soon. And let's say, ah, oh, birdie, did you enjoy that birdie? Yes, 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 says birdie. Yes, yes, yes. So I will be back for more Stories for Kids. See you soon. Okay, take care and be good. Be very, 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 very good. Okay, bye-bye for now. Bye.